Welcome to Feminist Question Time, brought to you by Women's Declaration International, which is the leading global organisation defending women's sex-based rights against the threats posed by gender identity ideology. There's more information on our website, womensdeclaration.com, where you'll find our Declaration on Women's Sex-Based Rights, which has been signed by... 37,089 people, actually probably more than that because that was the number last week, uh, from 160 countries and is supported by 517 organisations. We have volunteer activists, including country contacts from every continent, engaged in women defending women's rights. Do join us. Today we have Gunda Schumann and Maria Benetti. So Maria Benetti is from Argentina and her talk is going to be Reproductive Extractivism in Latin American Fertile Wombs. That's a chapter from the WDI book. Uh, she's going to be reading from that and telling us about that chapter. And then we also have Gunda Schumann from Germany, Strategies of Las Reloaded Against Emerging German Self-ID Law. So for our first speaker is Maria Benetti. And so Maria is a doctor in philosophy. She's WDI country contact for Argentina. And her talk is uh, also published in this book, Women's Rights, Gender Wrongs, The Impact of... Oh, so I'm so sorry, because <laughs> it's not really working. Um, yeah, well, you get a bit of it. Anyway, in the book that... Um, uh, WTI book and the title of Maria's talk is Reproductive Extractivism in Latin American Fertile Wombs. So thank you so much Maria and over to you. I'm gonna read some parts of the article I published in, in our book with uh, Lara Salvatierra. I wrote these articles with Lara from Peru so I'm gonna refer briefly of what it says. Um, the title is uh, Reproductive Extractivism in Latin American Fertile Wombs. Latin America is the most unequal continent in the world because of structural weaknesses related to political institutions, corruption, and legal insecurity that condemn the region into poverty and underdevelopment. It is also the most violent and dangerous continent for women and girls. Half of the Latin American women are poor. Precisely, this structural vulnerability and poverty turns Latin America into a preferred target for global markets in search of raw materials, in particular, sexual raw materials for sexual new capitalism. Poor, poor women, women are under the spotlight of sexual industry as if there were this uh, raw material um this global business promises by 2025 a market of 28,000 million of dollars the the profit law is that the greater the poverty the greater the profits in such a context latin american women offer a unique opportunity to reproductive extractivism this explains why day by day in Latin America, uh, the lobby to regulate reproductive exploitation expands. Under the narrative of women empowerment, free consent, legal security, and protection of all parties involved in the business. 
also the queer and postmodern narrative uh, that motherhood is a cultural construction, a normative so social idea that must be deconstructed, uh, is involved in this uh, business. A main argument of queer ideology is the need to de-biologize maternity and recognize that to be mother is, is a deep feeling, um, an idea, a perception, or a gender identity are biological, without biology. I mean, it's just a feeling without body, without biological or material body. The program for regulating surrogacy expands simultaneously all over the southern continent, along with gender identity policies. It is not a matter of a national agenda or just a country, uh, but a coordinate and synchronic agenda for the whole region. In general terms, Mexico and Argentina are leaders in this in, in this um, lobby. For example, in Mexico, the Supreme Court has been working for several years on the regulation of child rights and surrogacy, by surrogacy. And in a recent book edited by the Supreme Court, the Center for Constitutional Studies in, in Mexico calls to regulate surrogacy throughout the whole continent without answer as to what constitutes exploitation. That means it doesn't matter if it is exploitation or not. The important thing is to regulate the market, to regulate uh, it without any further questions. In spite uh, of the increasing use and promotion of surrogacy, in most Latin American and Caribbean countries, this practice is unconstitutional. According to our legislation in force, the affiliation is established by who gives birth. Then surrogacy should be typified in the crime of sexual trafficking in women and children trials. However, only two Mexican states has, have prohibited it, San Luis de Potosí and Querétaro. Four Latin American countries have regulated it namely Cuba, that recently incorporated surrogate, surrogate motherhood into the new family code, adopted under the pressure from the LGBTQ lobby, particularly sponsored by ILGA. That uh, ILGA is the sponsor of the Cuban National Center for Sex Education. So uh, Cuba has regulated it, uh, the same that two Mexican states, Tabasco and Sinaloa. Mexico City does, doesn't have a specific legislation on surrogacy, but there is no, no prohibition of it. So it is in practice, um, it is um, it is practiced underground for foreigners and native people. International agencies often include tourist destinations in the same package than surrogacy. Um, we travel, for example, to Cancun or Rivera Maya. And many Mexican women are uh, moved 
to California to deliver the the baby product in in town in in, in situ. The other country that has regulated surrogacy is Puerto Rico since twenty twenty. Um, it regulates surrogacy in its gestational modality that is without genetic material from the chest and person. Also, Uruguay has regulated it, allows altruistic surrogacy through the use of a relative in the first degree of consanguinity. But recently, a, a new bill presented to the Congress aims to regulate surrogacy in the second degree of consanguinity. In Brazil, there is also a regulation of surrogacy since 2021 by a resolution of the Federal Council of Medicine, not the Congress, but uh, the Council of Medicine. According to this resolution, surrogacy has to be only altruistic. In the rest of the continent, except these countries, Cuba, uh, some Mexican states, Puerto Rico, Uruguay, and Brazil, in the rest of the continent, surrogacy is illegal, even though it is tolerated under the excuse of some legal action. The tolerance approach does not regulate surrogacy as a practice itself, but legalizes its effect. Once the child is born, the baby is registered in the name of the buyers uh, by appealing to the best interest of the child and then recognizing the affiliative nature of this practice. The tolerance creates, that is the purpose, the tolerance creates uh, the appearance of legitimacy and legality. Such is the current situation, this tolerance approach in uh, Guatemala, Costa Rica, Ecuador, Colombia, Dominican Republic, Bolivia, Chile, Paraguay, um, in, in, in some states in Mexico and in, and in uh, Argentina. For example, Ecuador has approved in 2020 a new organic health code that allows surrogacy when the inability of women is proven. This code was vetoed by the government, but it is expected that um, it should be voted again soon. So the Ecuador would have surrogacy through this organic health code. In Colombia this year, uh, the Constitutional Court asked Gustavo Petro, the new president, to regulate surrogacy. So the Ministry of Justice, uh, Health and Social Protection presented this year a bill to regulate surrogacy uh, in Colombia. There is a, a discussion right now in the country um, around surrogacy. In the case of Peru, it's the same. The civil code clearly prohibits surrogacy. However, surrogacy is a very popular as practice. Uh, the contracts are made on a civil level and signing, um, the, the signing in the clinic the birth certificate is signing to the clinic. In Argentina, several hundred 
court rulings have rulings have recognized the filial filiative effect of the surrogacy. There is also a resolution in Buenos Aires City that allows the birth registration of children born by surrogacy for residents and foreigners. And that resolution came after a legal protection claimed by the Argentinian Federation of Lesbian, Gays, Bisexual and Trans, trans People. There have been also many uh, bills submitted to the Congress to regulate surrogacy. The, the last one was uh, last year. It is important uh, to point out the price of this practice in Latin America. While in United States, surrogacy practice cost uh, about between 100 $60,000 and $110,000. In Ukraine, about $50,000. In South America, the price is uh, about $10,000, or even in Colombia, uh, $6,000. Uh, in, in Argentina now, with the, the, the devaluation should be uh, around $6,000. So uh, it is a very attractive target, South America, to, to this business. We can see uh, on social networks the capture of poor uh, women by lawyer, agencies, clinics, clients looking for mothers in, in um, WhatsApp, uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, whatever you see this offer and demanding people, women. The mass media install the issues through emotions, celebrating the love of, of new families and the sweetness of bland, blonde children. Always uh, th th there are blonde children uh, chosen by cat catalogs and with blue eyes and applaud applauding the generosity of poor mothers. Well, but on the other hand, the feminist resistance has also begun um, at national and international level. Um, we have the initiatives operating in, in South America, for example, of the Coalition Against Trafficking in Women in Latin America and Caribbean, or the International Coalition for the Abolition of Surrogate Motherhood, both are present uh, between our feminists. There are two bills recently uh, submitted, submitted in Mexico to incorporate surrogacy into the federal crime of trafficking in women. And uh, this is a very recently new from last week, um, a big coalition of um, Mexicans, women deputies, from all parties have agreed to prohibit surrogacy from the constitution. This is a new, very new initiative that is taking place uh, right now in Mexico. That would be a, a very good uh, action. So oh, we will see what happened with, with that. And as, as a conclusion, international women networks and international support is the key of our feminist fight.
the question was how to to deal with this uh, situation in 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 surrogacy how to show the dehumanization of of the the whole business and and i guess that a good point to to make women conscious about that is to show the dehumanization of women of the, of the mother and and of children how to treat children as a product uh deliver to uh, expand and to deliver and women completely dehumanized so that that sensibilization that kind of sensibilization about the the whole matter is a good point for 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 us to to do the same that they do because they appeal to emotions and that is what we should do as well appeal to emotion and uh, well the consciousness and awareness of the the crime that surrogacy implies going to now go to Gunda. So Gunda Schumann. Gunda Schumann is a lesbian activist, lawyer, sociologist, author, legal expert on women's constitutional rights and self-ID issues. And the title of Gunda's talk is Strategies of Laz Reloaded Against the Emerging Gender Self-ID Law in Germany. Today I will talk about strategies of Lesbian Action Centre, abbreviated LATS, Reloaded, against the emerging German self-ID law, including international networking of lesbians. My focus will be on activities and developments during the last six months. First, I would like to talk about LATS and its predecessor, Homosexuelle Aktion West-Berlin, abbreviated HAW, founded in 1972, HAW and later LUTs have been fighting for lesbian visibility, lesbian rights and lesbian empowerment mainly during the 1970s and 1980s. In 2022, LUTs Reloaded has been celebrating 50 years of German lesbian movement. The women-only event has been attended in Berlin by more than 200 lesbians from Germany and abroad. Lutz Reloaded was founded in 2018 as a response to queer feminism with its protagonist, Judith Butler. The qualification of biological sex as existing only via regulating norms and the reinterpretation of gender as an artificial project and distinct from biological sex was paving the way for transgenderism that is marginalizing the biological body and setting gender identity as being natural and innate. This misogynistic and homophobic ideology is particularly harming lesbians. Lutz Reloaded is aiming to preserve lesbian history, make lesbians revisible, articulate lesbian interests in public, promote intergenerational exchange, as well as promote education, art, and 
achieved this are public relations and organizations of events, administering of entrusted estates and archives of lesbians, interviews of contemporary witnesses, and the organization of and participation in national and international networking and meetings. Time has passed and the significance of lesbian only and women only for female empowerment has been recognized only by radical feminists. Many lesbian organizations and networks, for example, the German umbrella organization Lesbring, as well as lesbian-only bars and pubs are gone. Young lesbians don't dare to call themselves lesbian due to fear of being mobbed by their queer community. Public reputation and state funding of lesbian organizations have diminished or have ceased to exist. Even lesbian archives are hard to find. Many have been taken over by so-called queer archives. Brave lesbians in history are being labeled as trans men. For example, Stormé de Laverie, who took part in the Stonewall Uprising 1969 in New York City. How is Lutz Reloaded fighting against this rollback? Members of Lutz Reloaded have been participating in public demonstrations. The last one in June 2023 was called the Real Dyke March in Berlin, pinpointing to the fact that lesbians are same-sex attracted adult human females. The response by trans activists didn't wait long. Lutz Reloaded has been entered into the state-supported Berliner Register, a sneak register. According to the entries, Lutz Reloaded is consisting of conservative feminists. It is being transphobic, anti-gay, for saying that pedophiles have been at Christopher Street Day marches. Ideologies for saying that trans activists are being financially supported, trans with a dollar sign, and it is insinuating that trans women are violent because the organizers have been demanding police protection in advance. Legally, that is freedom of speech according to German law. Furthermore, Lutz Reloaded has submitted legal opinions on all bills dealing with self-ID to the German government. The most recent one is our legal opinion on the government bill on self-ID of August 23, 2023. It has recently been introduced to the German federal parliament, first reading, and is going to be referred soon to the Committee on Family, Senior Citizens, Women and Youth for a public hearing with experts. This public hearing is now scheduled since yesterday for the 28th of November, 2023.
some women are going to organize a demonstration on that day. Already in 2022, Lutz Reloaded has started discussions on the emerging self-ID law with politicians from several parties, mainly of the Christian Democratic Party, who are holding mandates at the German federal parliament. Lutz Reloaded gained support mainly by politicians from the Christian Democratic Party who are rejecting self-ID law for infringing upon the rights of women, children, and parents of minors. Lutz Reloaded has been invited to a panel discussions with members of the Women's Union and the Lesbian and Gay Union these are subgroups of the Christian Democratic Party, in September 2023. It was a real honest debate with just one trans activist in the audience behaving moderately. However, with the attention to deplatform me by putting pressure on the leaders of the Christian Democratic Party, a queer accused Lutz Reloaded members as being, among other defaming words, as being Hitler admirers. The panel discussion, however, took place as planned. Lutz Reloaded has been filing a criminal law complaint with Berlin police authorities against the operator of the platform and issued a civil legal warning against it. In these stormy times, you need allies. First and foremost, the initiative Las Frauen Sprechen, in English, Let Women Speak, is an ally of LUTs Reloaded. Mutual support, exchanging information, participating together in signature campaigns and events, the, the last one was a real dark march, are being practiced. WD IUK is ally of LZ Reloaded on the international level. LUTS Reloaded is signatory to the declaration and WDI UK, Feminist Question Time, is offering its platform for LUTS Reloaded to spread the word on the impact of transgender identity ideology in Germany. LUTS Reloaded got into contact with WDI USA Lesbian Caucus after its coordinator, Lauren Levy, had presented the Lesbian Bill of Rights at Feminist Question Time in early 2023. In the following months, Lutz Reloaded has been signing the Bill of Rights. Here are some quotes. Resolved that lesbians have the right to create and maintain lesbian-only spaces. Resolved that lesbians have the right to have their sexual and romantic boundaries respected. Resolved that lesbians have the right to be free from discrimination on the basis of their lesbianism in employment, housing, physical and mental health care and public accommodations. What you see on the slides Lauren participated in a nonviolent direct action on 18th September in San Francisco with members of Lutz Reloaded watching. 
In July 2023, Lutz Reloaded became founding member of El Boa International, consisting of six lesbian organizations from New Zealand, Australia, Ireland, United States, and Germany that have signed the El Boa. The organization is publishing statements on issues of lesbian interest, for example, loss of lesbian spaces and how to get them back, and is filing statements of public support when the rights of lesbians are denied. For example, the Lesbian Action Group Australia has been denied permission to have a lesbian-only event in a public LGBTIQ plus building by the Human Rights Commission Australia and Elboa International wrote protest letters. Lutz Reloaded board members have been invited by WDI USA Lesbian Caucus to the second annual conference of WDI USA on September 15 to 17, 2023 in San Francisco. Speeches, workshops, panel discussions, talks and networking have been enriching for guests and hosts. In early summer 2023, Lutz Reloaded met with Florian Greller, initiator of Just Gay, an organization of gay men that is opposing transgender identity ideology in general, while supporting lesbians and women in particular. This is a big exception, but this group is sticking by their principles. Lutz Reloaded is raising its voice on gender identity ideology and lesbian history issues via public relations, press kits, social media, and by Zoom or live events for the lesbian feminist community. The last event was presenting Stormé de Laverie, lesbian protagonist at the Stonewall Uprising in New York City, 1969. In charge of press kit and social media, our board member Gretel Schnell. In sum, what is to be done? Networking via Zoom and live events, maintaining our website, promoting lesbian visibility, and presenting our host. Anne Herdl, also contemporary witness. There's a lot to do. Let's get it done. Contact us. We would be delighted. And thanks a lot for listening. <laughs>